Bears just four for t- of 24 on third down the last couple of games. This is third and five and nothing to do. Yeah, dumb son of a bitch. It's Manor's zone right here. I can't tell if this is Manor's zone with them being so tight to the formation. Three, three and outs for Chicago. Foles took a shot to the helmet. That ball is picked up. Fuck. No shit. And you can raise... Fuck them. Coming up on this episode of Zero Doinks. Oh my god, the Bears went from 5-1 and one to 5-5? Five and five? Headed into their bye week? Are you kidding me? Oh god, Kirk Cousins just beat him on Monday Night Football. We will talk all about that game as well as what it means big picture for our beloved Bears. We will dive deep into some gambling angles for non-Bears games this upcoming weekend. That'll be red hot. And we will talk about the Big Ten Minute. Did the Illini football team win a game? And there's NCAA hoops coming up? Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that. Plus, there's huge baseball news. Theo Epstein, no longer part of Major League Baseball. And Tony LaRusa is a big, dumb drunk. Plus, much, much more coming up. Zerdikes. Zero doinks. 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 Oh, God. It's uh, football season's over, huh? <laughs> Hi, Dan. Good evening. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'll be honest. I was feeling down as you could maybe tell before we kick this off and you shout zero doinks and that gives me a little juice that gets the blowed blowed the blood flowing just a little bit in all the right places that was oh. creepy no yeah football season's over bears suck bears suck bell yeah that was uh we are, we are recording this on tuesday after the monday night debacle the fourth straight loss for the bears losing to the vikings by six that hurt a lot. I don't even know where to begin, Dan. Um, we'll talk big picture stuff in a little bit because I think that's the most important thing. But we got to talk about the game first, of course. Ugh, gross. 13 points, huh? That's not good. That's not good. It's also not new. I mean, we're getting real good at this. You know what? We were great in the third quarter, at least. I mean, just racking up all those points. All those yards, I mean, I was thrilled. I was thrilled. What was the final? Did we we were negative two yards in the third quarter? Do I have that right? Uh, I, I think we yeah, were officially in right. the negative. Yeah, um, I think I think that's jail time for coaching. If you ever in a negative in an NFL game in yardage, I mean that doesn't. I'm I the current I the fucking Mac on right now. Maction. They don't even do that shit. That's horrendous and it's not like we did it against a really good defense we suck uh bill i think i think uh the laser show isn't great huh a pew 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 no it was yeah we recorded last week prior to matt nagy announcing that he was handing over play calling duties to bill laser the former uh dolphins and Bengals off of no is that right jaguars yeah, and Bengals, right 
Oh, maybe. Or was that, or was that Filippo? Filippo? Yeah, I, you know yeah. They might, they're they the all same suck. people. Doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. So whatever. I know it's been two teams and he sucked at both spots and apparently sucks here. No, that was terrible. There was nothing that looked different. We were excited, quote unquote, going into the game as Bears fans, I think, because, oh, at least it's not Matt Nagy. At least he's not calling plays. Well, turns out the whole offense just sucks. Like the Like the system sucks. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I don't know. I don't think any of it matters. I just, and Bill Lazor's, hey, fuck that guy too. Fuck, fuck him. Uh, well, yeah, to speaking of Nagy, I mean, how hilarious was it to see him on the sidelines while the offense was out there and he had, didn't have his giant play card. He was just like, what's the uh, Talladega Nights with Ricky Bobby. To, I don't know what to do with my hands. It sort of felt like that. Like, I don't know what to do with myself right now. Uh, in, and it, do you think there is a small part of Nagy that loved that it was just fucking falling apart the offense? I mean, I, I'm not saying he wants the bears to lose, but there's a small part of him that when, when he went to bed last night, he was like, I fucking told you it wasn't my fault. I fucking told you, even though it's still his offense and it's still trash. You think he was getting a little jolly off of that? Yeah, I, I bet, I bet it. I bet his brain went exactly where you went, where he thought, oh, okay, good. Now they'll stop asking me that question. Look, it's not – and then he thought, oh, wait. it. I brought the scheme to Chicago. I sold the scheme to Ryan Pace and Sweaty Teddy, and it's not good. It's not good, and it's getting worse. Did I see number 32 offense in the league now, Bears? Did I see that correctly, or am I wrong? I think we're technically still 34. First, I think the Jets are still last in every court. Can't create agree. I can't okay. talk. I'll be honest. I'm not even drinking hams tonight. I'm drinking fucking whiskey because that's how done I am with this team. I want to get drunk as quick as possible so I can go to sleep and have those few hours where I don't have to think about the Bears. Because the first thing I do when I wake up is I think about the Bears and how 2020 sucks. All of my sports teams are terrible. Fuck you, Matt Nagy. I'm drinking whiskey because of you, you motherfucker. I don't. So to answer your question, I think we're still 31st, but we suck. We are. We should be a uh, what are the Jets? Oh, and nine. We should be one and eight. We should be one and eight right now, right? Yeah, yeah. Still would have beat the Lions, you know, just because they're the Lions. But <laughs> but yes, yes, we are. We're horrible. You had mentioned, and and we allude to it in a future fans and eggs. Stay tuned next week, but um, that you we keep referring back to you saying a few weeks ago. Do you think we're going to regret winning some of these games early? And again, not like we were rooting for them to lose ever. That's not why you said it. But now at this point, it's like ah oh, shit. It's like if this if we knew how the rest of the season would play out because. It's not turning around, is it? These last six games, we are going to regret some of those wins. Yeah, it's it's not. Is any part of you think that it's going to turn around at all, Dan? No fucking way. Do we even? I never root for Bears losses, but I mean, we're hurting ourselves at this point if we're winning winning ball games. Yeah, I want to beat the Packers. I want to beat the Lions again, but we're we're hurting ourselves. I mean, I don't even know where to start with what to what to fix i mean that offensive line is horrible there were so many plays a is i mean i i thought he was decent to start the year 
that dude is just a fucking turnstile. I mean, there was a play where he looked like he was trying to hug the defensive end and and in a failed attempt, like a weirdo trying to hug strangers out in the street, just like letting them go by with his arms just out like, Olay, here you go, right to Nick Foles. The offensive line is fucking horrible, but Nick Foles sucks. He is a fucking fraud. He is terrible. He missed a ton of open guys. I know he didn't have time and he was panicked, but he was awful. Was and is awful. Did you know I somehow got tricked into going to uh, Nick Foles' Wikipedia page just briefly? I was too disgusted to read through it. Did you know in, in college that he... Or, or sorry, in high school, he originally committed to Arizona State, and then he ended up at Michigan State, and then he ended up at Arizona. Even in fucking college, he can't make up his mind because he's a fraud. Everyone figures out that he sucks. He tricks everyone into thinking he's good. He's not, so he has to keep bouncing around. Ooh, he's like a snake oil salesman. He comes into town, he sleeps with everyone's wives, and then he has to leave in the middle of the night with his giant penis, because he's a fucking fraud. NFL teams figure him out. He takes credit for things that he shouldn't have. He's just like the guy at your fucking office who shows up, and he's just he just keeps getting promoted. He's just taking credit for projects. And then you catch him one day writing an email, and he's doing the hunt and peck thing with his fingers on a keyboard, and he's double spacing. He shouldn't do that. He doesn't know what he's doing. And then he gets fired because he's a fucking fraud. Fuck you, Nick Foles. That's amazing. I will say the highlight last night, I don't know if you were still watching, Dan, but it was interesting when, you know, he, he hurt himself. We all tried to figure out what that injury was. But the fact that they brought up not not one stretcher, but two, because the second one was for his penis. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that at all. They cut they cut away pretty quickly in ESPN, but I thought that was interesting that, that his penis got its own its own four wheels, if you will. It, it, they got him one of those... Uh... Those like carriers that you take your golf bag in when you travel, one of those with the wheels on it. Yeah. When we talk about his injury, like I don't, I don't want him to be hurt. But how do you go from getting carted off the field to like twelve hours later, everyone's like, you know what? I think he's gonna be fine. Yeah. How does that work? It's like Paul Pierce in the wheelchair. That's what yeah. I was thinking. Right. The playoff game. <laughs> I mean, how 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 does that work? I mean. Uh, because he's a fraud, right? Are we going he's back fraud. to he's a fraud? Is that, now, is that what it is? I mean, you said it, not me, but that's exactly what I was thinking. Now he can say, oh, I've been hurt. I've been injured. That's why I run like I have fucking cement in my shoes. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. This isn't my fault. Come on, guys. We got to be better than this. We got to look ourselves in the mirror. and Shut the fuck oh, up, I'm Nick. I'm so just sick the, of that. Just yeah. shut up. Shut your mouth. And just get off my team. I've been a Bears fan a lot longer than you've been alive, Nick. I don't know if that's accurate, but get off my team. I, I don't want to see him ever again. I don't – Mitch, sure. Let's have Mitch play. But if Mitch can't play, Tyler Bray. Who gives a fuck? Where is Slaughter oh, my vagina? It's, get him in yep. there. It's slaughter time. I saw enough of Tyler Bray in those three throws to, to want slaughter. I realized that was an impossible task, but I'm done with Tyler Bray immediately. He, he, I'm done. I am done. It is slaughter time. Dan is choking on his whiskey. 
I'm done with Tyler Bray too. Go to the guy on the practice squad. <laughs> totally rational Bears fan. Dan just sniffed a piece of ice, an ice cube, I think is what they call it. It's just, slaughter just, time, baby. I mean, I hope Ira is going to absolutely take a swing at you, our friend Ira, because he is all about Bray time. He, I'm I, you him. just give it. I don't, but I don't. Would you rather have Nick Foles over Tyler Bray? I mean, no, if, no. I mean, Nick no, Foles I mean, probably gives yeah. us a better chance to win if we're ever going to win a game. We don't need that. No. We definitely we don't need to see Nick Foles ever again. How long am I going to be stuck with him, Bill? Another year at least after this. Yeah, so it, he does. It would be a, a relatively high dead cap hit uh, after it. this year. Worth it. Yeah. And I still feel like you can flip them to the Eagles for something in the offseason. <laughs> I really do. I really do. I think. I think you can because it's it's pretty. He's still. It's like seven million and in in uh, a fresh cap hit. But if they cut him, it's like fourteen or some something, and then it's like nothing after twenty twenty one. I'm with you. I'm sure he wants to get the hell out of Chicago too. You think he wants to play for Matt Nagy's offense in, in case Nagy's around next year? We'll talk about that in a minute too. But. Foles doesn't want to be here either at this point. Fuck him. This is his game, though. I, he loves it here. He can act like he can pretend like it's not his fault. He can get all this money, and then he can somehow squeeze his way into another team as a backup because he must have the greatest agent in the world, or he's got nudes on Roger Goodell's family because he sucks. He's awful. Philly fans, what are you talking about? He's fucking trash. I would just trade uh, Wentz for him straight up right now. Let's do it. I mean, yeah. Wentz is making a billion dollars. That doesn't make sense. I just don't want to see Foles again. I fucking hate him. I hate Nick Foles. I hate everything about him. I hate his face. I hate the way he runs. I hate the way he throws. Fuck you, Nick Foles. He is by far my least favorite player on this team. It's not even close. You know what, Bill? I think I'd rather have Cody Parkey play fucking quarterback than Nick Foles. Wow. Well, that puts it in proper perspective. And I think today, on Tuesday, after the four-game losing streak commenced last night, uh, I think there's some in Chicago that would agree with you. Is there anything else you want to talk about about this particular game specifically against the Vikings? Anything you need to get off your chest? Are we moving uh, on? No, no. I think... Uh, the defense scares me a little. I mean, the defense I thought looked great. Roquan is amazing. That dude should be an all-pro, and he doesn't get enough credit for it. I mean, I think he is. he's getting the hype for sure. The Monday Night Football guys love him. Uh, but it's pretty obvious. Hicks came out of the game, and I felt like that Vikings running game was, was moving. And that was the problem last year as well. So it's a little scary that we kind of go as a defense as Hicks goes. So uh, I don't know what is their word on his status. Or it's a hamstring, I think I saw, but it, it's if we're losing games, I guess we don't need him to play. But I, I don't want to see that. I still like seeing the defense do their thing. I, I don't know how they can be in the same locker room with that offense at all. I, do, I just don't know how they do it. No, I know. And it seemed like Eddie Jackson like <clears throat> said stuff to the team, right? He, there was like a players only meeting after the game or something and and maybe he kind of called out the offense a little bit, maybe he did whatever. I mean, 
none of it really matters. They're all just going to, it's a bye week. They all want to get the hell away from each other anyway. So I don't think it matters, but I know it crosses my mind every week that they have to be so frustrated if they, you know, they'll get a turnover or, you know, uh, prevent a team from getting into the end zone when on a long drive or whatever. They're probably spent. They're sitting on the bench. And then it's another fucking three and out. And it's not even close. Typically, it'll be like, you know, it'll be like fourth and nine. Like they got one yard on a drive. Like how pathetic. They've got to look. They've got to want to kill everybody on the offensive side of the ball, including the coaches. I wouldn't blame him. Eddie Jackson wasn't very good last night either. He missed he missed quite a few tackles, but he can say whatever the fuck he wants. I mean, he shows up. He he's he's given full effort. I I I don't know. I guess I, do we want to talk anything more about the offense specifically? I mean, the play calling was terrible. We don't need to dwell on it. Everyone's every Bears fan knows how shitty it is. We don't need to rehash the whole thing. I mean, CPAT's a guy we've been hard on. That return was awesome. That return was was fucking sweet. I don't need to see him on offense still. I mean, he he had ten rush. He led the team in rushes in rush attempts last night. Too many. Uh, don't do that. Come on. Why are we still doing that? I know that. I know what we have. Lamar Miller. Just give him a shot. He didn't have one carry last night. Did not have one carry. He had a, two catches, maybe at least one. Yeah. Why? 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 Why are we yeah. still doing that? We're running wildcat with him. Oh. No, why? Why are we doing that? It's Dave Wanstead no with Ricky Williams, like right? It's like what? This is not a new idea. It's terrible. And in the Wildcat, where he didn't even really attempt to fake to Allen Robinson running across to, and then Robinson is sort of like Robinson even knew it was a horrible call. Like he didn't even try to block anyone. I think he's just like, this is stupid. What a horrible play call. Just get out of here. I hate it all. I hate it all. I hate How? Everybody. I mean, how quickly does Allen Robinson want to get out of Chicago? I know his agent was on Twitter shitting all over the Bears, and rightfully so. I mean, I feel bad for that dude. I mean, if we franchise tag him next year, I I don't know. They can't do that. They they got to have some sense to them. Let the man free. If you're not gonna if you're not gonna build around a decent offense, you're gonna get that man murdered. So let him go make money somewhere else. I mean, I, I love him. I'd love to keep him. But this is so unfair to him. Fuck you, Bears. Fuck you, Ryan Pace. Fuck, fuck you, Matt Nagy. Fuck you, Ted Phillips. So I think we're both on the same page with this isn't changing the rest of the year. So if it if it doesn't, which it's not going to, what do you do? Do you blow it up? Are you on? Are you on team... This is never going to happen with Pace, Nagy, obviously sweaty Teddy Phillips would have to be part of that conversation in my world. Is that is that where your head's at? If Assuming that it keeps going this way the rest of the year, let's say they win one more game. Do you, do you think Nagy, do you think they'd blow it up? Think George would say, okay, we're cleaning house? Uh, do I, I think those are two different questions. Do yes, yes, do sorry. I think, do I think they should? Yes. Do I think George will? No, I don't think that will happen. I think Ted, obviously Ted Phillips has got to go. I don't think that's going to happen. I do like that. It's getting more buzz and that I think Sylvie seems to be a one who's I mean, not as much waddle, but Sylvie definitely is, is pounding the pavement on that. So we say pounding the pavement was he handed out flyers. I don't even know what that means. But Teddy's got to go. I mean, he's the one hiring these assholes. So he's the first. 
and then you get someone else new in there. I don't know, Theo. I like people bringing that up. That's dumb. Don't do that. I'm a Cubs guy. Don't do that. But I do like the idea if you got to bring someone else new, you know, whatever. We don't need to get down. That's way too far down the road. They definitely need to fire pace because he, I mean, we need a quarterback. We need offensive linemen. Those are things he's been horrible at. He's a proven track record of not knowing how to evaluate quarterback talent with uh, Mike Lennon, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles. So he can't be trusted to make any of those decisions. So that's an easy one. Get the fuck out of the door. Out of the door? God damn it. I'm so upset, Bill. I My English is – it's it's almost another language at this point. Uh, I – Nagy, I'm, I'm unsure of. I'll say that. I think he sucks, but I think you bring in someone who – a GM who will build talent that's that will give you the best chance as a, as a team, not necessarily like we're in a jam, whatever talent you think Matt Nagy. Um, so I, I, I like, I would be willing to hang on to Nagy and give him one more shot and then let a GM hire somebody else after that. I don't love that idea. I mean, on paper, it's like, Oh, just clean house, get rid of everybody. I'm not sure. I'm not sure that would be an easy transition, but Nagy, Teddy, they're easy ones. Kick them out. Not not Nagy. Pace and Teddy. Get them the fuck out the door. What do you think? You fire all three. Done. Done. Including Matt Nagy. I'm done with Matt Nagy now. Okay. And it's. I think he's a good dude. I think. He's likable. I think he's done a good job keeping the locker room together, given the fact the offense has been that bad for for so long. But I think that's the point. The offense has been this bad for this long. I don't think any GM can get Matt Nagy enough guys at this point to make it work. I just think for whatever reason, I think the offense is toast. And that's what he was here for. And there's no evidence that it's going to change. So I think I'd love you as a person, Matt Nagy, but I think you got to go. And it's funny, Matt Nagy's got the um, he's got the longest contract out of Phillips, Pace, and Nagy. So if it if they do blow up most of it, Nagy may be the one to stay because he's got that extra year. Phillips and Pace are done after 2021. Nagy's done after 2022. So they'll have to eat a little bit more money with Nagy. But I think they never line it up, right? None of our Chicago teams do, do they? Where they like, they'll hire the GM, but they're still the coach or, or uh, I don't know, I've got it back or whatever. Like this would be a clean, this would be the first time to have a clean break, including the quarterback. Because then it's like you can start fresh in at the most uh, important position in sports, too, with the new GM, new coach. It'll never be more clean than after this year because you can't extend pace. Cause, so you can't have pace in his last year in his contract. Ted Phillips, what does he do besides get on his knees? So fuck them all. I don't want pace drafting next year for the Bears. I don't want Nagy coaching my team. I don't want Ted Phillips and Hallis Hall anymore. Fuck them all. I'm sorry, Matt Nagy. I'd drink a beer with you, but I'd want you off my TV. I I'm, I, I can't disagree with any of that. I'm with you. If I'm not going to be upset if Matt Nagy goes. I'm just kind of ranking them in I, like the likelihood of all three of them getting fired. I think it's pretty low. I'll be honest. I mean, I think, uh, you know, being in, in the pandemic and 
you know, trying not to overextend yourself financially. So pay, I think paying Nagy to just walk away, I think would give pause to the McCaskies, which is so fucking stupid. I'm not saying it makes sense, but I, I just think uh, they're going to hang logical, on. Though. I think they're going to hang on to, I don't think, I don't think sweaty Teddy's going anywhere. I feel like that dude is just going to, he's going to die in that job and he's going to outlive all of us, even though he's in his like, I don't know. He might be a vampire. He might be like 250 years old. That would, that would be interesting though. If we go president, GM, coach, quarterback, oof. I mean, I'm, I'm down for it. Why not? I mean, why not? It's, it's it's pathetic, but okay. So let me ask you this: You're firing Nagy. Who's your who's your hot coach that you're bringing no in? No idea. I'm not there yet. I gotta. I I I can't commit to anybody today. I saw Jim Harbaugh knocked around a little bit on the interwebs. So nope. I would that would not excite me. Yeah, that would definitely not excite me. Um. So no, I I'll have a hot list for you at some okay. point soon right. as as the season continues to deteriorate. All I know is I was looking at um. I was looking at some draft stuff already and trying to see where the bears are at. So they're at number 16. I don't know if you have done that math. So, but a lot of potential upside though. So that's, you know, there's, there's team, a lot of teams ahead of them with only three wins. I could easily see a lot of those teams winning more than the bears the rest of the year. The bears have a real shot to get in the top 10 if, if the season continues. And then I was looking at, I'm like, all right, in the top 10, what does that mean for quarterbacks? So like the latest mock on CBS was out today and they had Trevor Lawrence going number one, Justin Fields going number two, my boy thus far outside of those two, Zach Wilson from BYU. I know you hate him because he played at Taysom Hills, (laughs) alma mater. He's at number nine. Mac Jones from Bama. I haven't really watched him a lot. They have him going number 10. Uh, Trey Lance, 11, North Dakota State. And Kyle Trask from Florida, 31, rounding out the, the first round. So they could get they can get a, a premier quarterback in the top 10 if you, you not you, Dan, doinks, <laughs> but ooh, almost almost said your real name, buddy, um, if, uh, if you believe in anybody outside of Fields and Lawrence. Uh, okay, great. I guess getting the top ten at this point is my is my point. I'm yeah. rambling. Yeah, uh, Kyle Trask. You're not going to talk me into him. That guy stinks. I'm not. I'm not buying any of that. I'm, I'd be okay with Wilson. That guy looks. He looks. He looks cocky as hell. I. I he gives me a kind of a Baker Mayfield vibe. Am I? Am I on par there? I, I would say in terms of like on field persona, yes. I feel like he right. he's bigger. That's a good yeah. Ooh, it's a good oh. news. He's frisky. Yeah, I I like him. He maybe he's got a little Jim McMahon in him. BYU Jimmy Mac. All right, I could get down for that. It's I and for the record, I I hate Taysom Hill. I don't I don't necessarily hate BYU. Just for the record. Um. But just have a beer every once in a while, guys. Just crack yeah. a beer open. Have a little. Yeah. Have a little sex. Just get weird, BYU. It's college, baby. It's college. 
Uh, do you remember, wasn't there an episode when you completely forgot that Trevor Lawrence uh, exists? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I was trying to remember quarterbacks outside of Justin Fields, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah, was right. yeah. And I forgot the number one guy. <laughs> the guy that everyone said was going to be number one from his freshman year. You're just like, yep, nope, that's it. Nobody else, just Justin Fields. Uh, I'm with you. Bears got to get themselves into top ten. And it can't be pace taking him. We agree on that. That's that's a slam dunk. And if he's still around making that pick, oh my god, what? Ugh, well, gross. well, I, I I read something today. I think it was on, and I I can't confirm this to be true. I think it was a a bar stool thing that when Virginia uh, passes away, that felt weird to even say that the uh, there won't be a McCaskey single owner anymore. It'll be split up amongst, do you know this? Oh, you're shaking your head. Yes, yeah, it'll be it'll be split into 11 ways and that the majority owner will be some dude named Pat Ryan. I would never be friends with anyone with that name for the record. So, uh, well, that would, that's interesting. What What happens then? Could he, is he in charge? How does that I work? Think- yeah, I mean, I think the hope has always been that they sell at that point. That the that the kids all say, "Yeah, it's we don't want to we don't want to do this, right?" Because it really, it's like George is certainly involved with the team. Everybody else, for the most part, it's more like community relations and and cash and checks. Like so, yeah, it, it's going to be a huge mystery when Virginia passes. West Virginia, by the way. Yeah, West Virginia. And I don't I don't want it to happen. I I'm not wishing for that, but that that could get interesting if and when that happens. I don't know. I'm thinking too far ahead, but George grow a pair and just try to win one before Virginia, West Virginia kicks the bucket, baby. Just do it. Come on, George. Grow up. Grow a pair. Mommy wants you to win another one. Do it for Mommy. Yes, do it for mommy. You can make these things happen. I, I guess that where you said it, it, you have a hard time envisioning any of this happening, at least Ted Phillips maybe and, and Matt Nagy. Um, the one good thing is that maybe there is urgency, kind of where Reinsdorf, like, you know, he blew up the bulls, and that was shocking. Not all the way, of course, because you got to keep John Paxson in the building for some reason. Uh, so, so the thought is maybe the same where it's like George looks over, sees Virginia, wants to win one for Virginia. Maybe he's lost all faith in pace and Nagy and sweaty Teddy is just disgusting and just farting in the hallways. And he's so sick of that guy. Maybe, maybe he shocks us all. I don't know. I'm trying to be hopeful while getting people fired. That's rude. Yeah. I just don't, I don't trust George to figure out who are the right people to get in a place to hire the people to get a team and in uh, a good team, you know, on the field. So I guess it was my roundabout way of saying, I don't trust the McCaskies to figure out what the fuck's going on. And this is, it's our, this is us. This is, this is the bears forever. We talked about having the worst quarterbacks ever in the history of the fucking sport. George Hallis basically built the NFL. So how the fuck are we just absolute fucking trash for forever? 
I did this with the Cubs, Bill. I don't need to do this with my football team, too. Just just figure it out. Just fucking figure it out. I don't know what I don't know what to say. I'm not I'm not smarter than anyone in Hallis Hall. I'm not I'm not claiming that. I might be smarter than well, I'm smarter than Bill Lazor. I'm just gonna go out and say it. You and nice. I both are smarter than Bill Lazor. Indeed. Pow pow. Um yeah. No, that's why you gotta make changes. That's why you just summed it up. We're sick of this bullshit. You got to make changes everywhere. Uh, before we go to the next segment, golden cock of the week, if you will, the Zero Doinks Cornish Hen Player of the Week. Two nominees from our uh, former fans and eggs uh, for Roquan Smith. Two guys nominated him. I saw a smattering of other people, but the one that really stood out was Brent Urban also. Would you... Vote you're picking again. So are you going to go with Roquan? Are you going to go with Brent Urban? Or are you going to go your own way, as you've done in the past, Dan? Golden cock, up to you. There's a part of me that's tempted to go with CPAT just to offer an olive branch, just because that return was sweet. But I'm not going to do that. Roquan's my guy. He's been my guy all year. But i got to be honest. Brent Urban's kind of a character. He he might celebrate a little too much for my liking, but it, he's got a little spunk to him. I think he deserves a golden cock. Brent Urban, enjoy your golden cock. It, he strikes me as a guy who would like genuinely appreciate getting a fake Cornish Hen award, right? Yes. And I know that's Frank's guy, and I... Frank, you're right. He deserves the golden Cornish hen. Bill, hit us with a little Cornish hen talk. Oh, oh, please, Urban. Thanksgiving's around the corner. Don't put me in the stove, young man. I'm your trophy. <laughs> Thank you so much. You deserve me. I'm a Cornish hen. Congrats. Don't choose me. Almost felt like there was a little Borat in there. It was like a Cornish hen. A young man. <laughs> it got weird. It, it felt weird. weird. I apologize. No, yeah. that's all right. We'll we'll really kick it. You gotta really uh get something together for next week for Thanksgiving. So Ooh, a yeah. little I mean, should there be a Cornish hen song? I don't wanna put more oh. more work on your plate, but I'll just I'll just throw that out there for you and just Coach Cuse. I mean, all just right. think about all right. it. All I'm asking is just think about it. That's okay. all, Bill. That, that's okay. I love <laughs> it. I appreciate you spitballing here. A little production meeting. It's fantastic. Dan, thank you for helping me through my pain and our listeners' pain as the Bears are now 5-5 five and five after yet another loss. See you next segment. Hashtag fire sweaty teddy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hams and bread. Hams and bread. 
Hams and bread. Hams and bread. Zero dykes! Yes, yes. Zero dykes! Yes. Go! Zero dykes! Push the ball. Push the ball. Hams and bread. Go! Josh Yes! Go! Kick it in! Hams and bread. Let's go! baby hams and bread here we are gambling segment i think rick had a pretty good week i'm not sure bill why don't we why don't we get just just let rick lead things off here let's do it all right rick go ahead buddy hi this is rick fieldsman hams and spreads hams and spreads rick fieldsman hams hands hands and hams and spreads rick fieldsman Hands and spreads, hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads. Our buddy Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads, hands and spreads. Hands and spreads, hands and spreads. Rick Fieldsman. Ricky Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman. Hands and spreads, featuring me, Rick Fieldsman. All right, Doinkers, we are back. I don't know if you heard this, but your bank account probably did. But Rick Fieldsman, I told you I had the hottest picks last weekend, and I went 3-0. It took us 13 weeks to go 3-0. We had many 2-1s, a couple 1-2s, at least 1-0-3s, but I came through with the hottest picks. I told you, the easiest board of all time was last weekend. I analyzed the hell out of that thing, and I had the hottest picks oh you should have seen my dms blowing up rick can you come to my podcast and give the hottest picks and i said no i am a doinker through and through i only do this for zero doinks it's the segment within a segment it's hams and spreads we're coming back with the hottest picks this weekend i hope your funds are ready i got the hottest picks we're gonna parlay them Uh, this is guaranteed guaranteed 3-0. 3-0. I never say it's guaranteed. 3-0 guaranteed, most likely. So let's go ahead, and I'm going to get started with the first pick. Here we go. Hottest picks. Hot, hot picks. Rick Fieldsman. Zero doinks. Let's go. Hands and spreads. Pick one. All right. We are going with the first hot pick, and it is a doozy. It is the Green Bay Packers versus the Indianapolis Colts. Green Bay Packers are plus three? What? Are my eyes deceiving me? What is going on here? Versus the Colts? Oh, that round-headed freak is going to be playing quarterback still? I am absolutely going with the Packers. Plus three. Take the points. But you know what? Sprinkle a little bit of the do-re-me on the money line because the Packers are coming through. They're coming in. This is exactly where Aaron Rodgers wants to be. He wants to go loss, win, another win. Statement win. It's Oh, this is going to be a big one. Guys, listen. Listen. I know what I'm talking about. I was 3-0 last weekend. This is automatic. You go with it. You go with the Packers. I hate the team. I hate the Bears even more. The Bears are terrible. What is going on with this team? 5-1. and one, I was so excited. I got a tattoo that's at 15-1. and one, And I, I can't even modify that for what's happening right now. Who cares? Bear, oh, I, I can't stand it. Why Fools cannot get comfortable in the pocket. What is going on? 
We, we cannot run the ball. We can't throw the ball. It's an outrage. Nagy doesn't know what's going on. Oh, my gosh. Take the Packers. Take the points. We're going to do that. 1-0. Let's go. Next pick. Hams and spreads. Pick two. All right. For the next pick, we got a hot one here. We go all. Oh. Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, if you know anything about Rick Fieldsman, he loves underdogs and he loves the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars are 10-point dogs. I'm taking the Steelers. I'm 100% taking the Steelers. Big Ben, he's got COVID now or he had COVID. A lot of COVID, but it's in and it's out and he's going to be back on that field fresh. Lung capacity decreased a little bit. That's okay. He's already a big guy, so all he's got to do is just stand back there and sling the ball. The Jaguars are garbage. The Steelers are great. Minus 10. You're going to give those points. They're going to win by 11. It's going to be 31-20. The Steelers, they're going to win again because they're a solid football team. Unlike the Bears, the Bears' defense is atrocious. They look good on paper, not good on paper. The offense can do nothing, but we're going to go with the Steelers. Bears are terrible. The only reason I watch the Bears is so I know what the Doinks boys are talking about every week. So we're going to go with the Steelers. We're going to make some funds. 2-0, going to the last pick. Let's go. Hands and spreads. Pick three. Printing money's pick of the week. Oh, we got our sponsorship back, baby. Sponsored by me, Rick Fields. Man, I have so much money, I'm sponsoring myself. So here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm, my ad. Here's my ad. Hi, this is Rick Fields, man. Put money on my bets and you'll make money for yourself. Zero doinks. All right. Here we go, baby. We got the hottest picks and you know where I'm going. Specifically, Dan Doinks knows where I'm going because Purdue's playing Minnesota. This game is another Friday nighter. Oh, I'm going to be hanging out with the Doinks boys, whether they invite me or not. Purdue versus Minnesota. Minnesota, three-point dogs. We're going Purdue. Mike Allstott, baby. We're going Mike Allstott. Three points. He gives those points. They're going to kill Minnesota. Love Purdue. Row, row, row the boat. Oh, row the boat. Shove, shove, shove. Purdue is absolutely going to destroy Minnesota. Tim in Iowa, he knows what I'm talking about. They won 35-7. to Iowa said, here, take these seven points at the end of the game because we don't want you to feel bad and cry yourself to sleep. So, Purdue, you're going to take Purdue, minus three. Purdue's going to win by at least three touchdowns. And there you have it. Those are the three hottest picks. Oh, my gosh. I'm making so much money for you guys and girls. I love these picks. I love this board. These are the hottest picks. I got the hot, hot picks. You come back. Zero dice. You keep coming back. You keep listening. Hams and spreads. Let's do it. Love you guys and girls. Let's do it. Take those. Make some monies. And as always, have a good one at the windows. And this has been the world's greatest and first segment within a segment Hams and Spreads with Rick Fieldsman. Rick Fieldsman is the smartest person in the whole wide world. Rick Fieldsman can make you a lot of money. Oh, Mr. 1-1-1 one, one, and one was Mr. 3-0 and oh this past weekend. Holy shit. I hope you listened, everybody out there, Zero Dogs listeners, and put some hot cash into your hot pants. Rick feels, God, I love Rick. I love him. Some days I hate him. This week I love him, but I also kind of hate him. Yeah, I definitely hated him last week because he, um, 
He took Iowa last week, didn't he? I wanted to take some of his picks, but I was angry with him. So I I definitely went the opposite way on Gophers, Iowa. So that's my fault. But fuck you, Rick. I love you. You're good at your job. That's all I could say. Yeah, it is a love-hate trash relationship we all have with you, you stupid thumbless hobo. Uh, Dan, we were talking a little off-air about Bears wagers that we may not have done that well on last night. Hit me with yours. Okay. Uh, I know nobody wants to hear this shit, and I, I only bring it up because just shows just like I, I actually thought before the game I, I wanted to put out a tweet to say, here are my picks. Fade me. You will make money. And guess what? You would have made money because I had the Bears team total over 19 and a half loss. I had uh, Mooney over 42 and a half yards receiving. Not even close. I think he had two catches. Let me look at my notes here. I didn't even write it down. He had two catches for like 10 yards. Uh, and then I had I had a sweet same game parlay. All I needed was the Bears to score at the end of the first quarter there. We got close, and then Foles just shit in his pants. They were just throwing the ball, missing open receivers. Uh, that one would have paid out nicely. But here's the other. So I also bet on the Bears defense scoring a touchdown. Super boned up yep. with Max uh, interception. It almost looked like a fumble. But here's the thing, Bill. This is how bad at gambling I am. I looked at my app later. That included special teams. It was a special teams and defensive touchdown. So that's how bad at gambling I am. I just chalked it up as a loss. If I were in Vegas and I had a ticket, I would have torn it up and thrown it on the floor because I clearly don't know what I'm doing. So that's the only one I bet. So I apologize to everyone for not giving you my picks. I ran out of time to say fade Fade the damn doinks. I would have won you hot, hot cash like Rick does, but he gives you real picks. How'd you do? Did you put any no, cash on this game? Bad. I did bad. I didn't have that many wagers. I did. I did listen to Rick's uh, picks from yesterday afternoon in a text thread, and I lost. Where it was Bears money line parlayed with uh, the over. That was zero for two. Thanks a lot, Rick. Just kidding. I would have gone that way no matter what, Rick. That was I was leaning that way too. But then I thought it was halftime, and I thought, eh, neither of these make, or at least one isn't going to come through probably, right? So I got to try to make some of it back. So I slapped, uh, I slapped some money on Bears' second half over, nine and a half points. So it's like th- they're going to have 16 points today, right? Tonight they're going to do it. And, of course, you know, they kick off the second half with the fucking kickoff return. They get seven you know, yep. 11 seconds into the second half, and they can't muster a field goal. That's what pissed me off more than anything about when the Bears were down six, and they could have had Santos come out for like a 54-yarder. They yep. went for it on fourth yep. down, and it was garbage. Gamblers throughout the world were pissed, I know, because it was, it was at either three or three and a half, too, was the line, yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. So it's like Nagy fucked all of us with that one, and that would have hit the over for me, and they never got close again. Fuck you, Bears. You couldn't get 16 points in a game? Come on. And shame on me for thinking they could. I know. it's. I, I mean, I, I honestly thought they could get to at least 20. And, yeah, well, shame on us. I mean, they're frauds. Nick Foles, you're a fraud. You're, he probably somehow got paid from the 
casinos. I don't know why. I still call them casinos. They're not casinos. They're online books. He somehow got cash out of that because he's a fraud and he's stealing money from all of us. Fuck you, you big dick bitch. That is true. (laughs) You also, Dan, are not a bitch. Do you have any teasers, pleasers, or anything for this upcoming week's slate, even with the Bears out? We don't have to make a Bears pick this week. Thank God. Yeah, I do. Uh, Yeah, thank God. I would lose more and more money. Fuck you, Bears. I'm not betting on the Bears all year. I say that, and then against the Packers, I'll talk. Yeah, I got two weeks to think about it. I'm absolutely going to take the Bears against the Packers, and I'll regret it uh, right around kickoff. Okay. Uh, just a couple of games I like. I like the Browns uh, giving three and a half to the Eagles. The Eagles are fucking terrible. Fuck you, Nick Foles. You're still an Eagle, you stupid asshole. Browns minus three and a half. I like the Chiefs revenge game at uh, Vegas playing against the Raiders. They're only given six. So you can get they're easily going to win by a touchdown. They're pissed off. They fucking hate the Raiders. I do, too. Fuck the Raiders. John Gruden's a bitch. I hate yeah. that guy. I hate that Annoying. asshole. I know. Fuck Did him. you see Andy Reid was upset that they were circling the bus around Arrowhead Stadium? Like, who does that anyway? Were they a fucking Pop Warner football team? That's a weird move. It's all stupid. Fuck, and how did Andy Reid even? How did Andy Reid even know about it? That's a weird move as well. I, I have a lot of questions about that situation that we don't need to discuss now. Okay. I also like uh, Tampa Bay at home against the Rams. They're given three and a half. I think the, I think the Bucks are k- going to kick it into gear here, and they're just going to, they're just going to suck and fuck their way to the Super Bowl. Whoops, that was weird. <laughs> Wait, the we still haven't had a the Super Bowls in Tampa Bay. We still haven't had a team host on their home field, right? So that's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not going to happen this year. No. Yeah, the Vikings thought that they were going to do it a couple years ago with that that Skull song that was in last week's episode was all about it. Yeah, we got this new stadium and the Vikings are hot. Fuck you, Vikings. Fuck you. Yeah, Vikings, they murdered all those birds with their their giant windows. You're, You're bird killers. Hope you can sleep at night. All right, those are the games I like. Anything you like, Bill? Uh, no, I haven't looked yet. Okay, thanks for playing. All right, I got a, <laughs> I got a few <laughs> teasers for you. Let's do them quickly. Uh, Steelers, minus 10 at home against Jacksonville. You get them at minus 3. That's the Steelers are rolling. Jacksonville stinks. Don't be fooled that they played a uh, close one against the Packers. Packers played bad. All right, you got the Patriots, plus 3 at Houston. Houston sucks, but you're going to get New England plus 10 on the road at Houston. Why not? They're just going to run the ball a lot. Who gives a fuck? Uh, you got the Saints. Who's playing quarterback? Doesn't matter. They're at home against the Falcons. Uh, should we talk about the Saints now? No, let's wait. Let's wait till we talk about Taysom Hill. Uh, you got the Saints minus four and a half is the line. You're going to get them at plus three and a half at home against the Falcons. Yep, you do that. You got Dallas plus nine and a half at Minnesota. The place that murders birds are going to be in that building. You're going to get Dallas plus 16 and a half. The Vikings suck. Dallas sucks. I wouldn't watch this game if you paid me. But you just take the 16 and a half points. Done deal. Put them all together. Smash them together. Win just a little bit of money. You're up a lot of fun. All right. That's all I got. That's all Dan has. Smash them together. Suck them. Fuck them. What did we say last episode? 
Something it sounded like a Daft Punk song, basically, and it ended up going down on her neighbor. <laughs> yes. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thank you, Spirit. Hey, before we jump out of this segment, did you get involved in that Bryson DeChambeau longest drive of the Masters uh, prop bet? No, I didn't. I, I uh, thought the Masters was starting later on Thursday, and I missed the boat. What happened? Okay. So it was the prop bet, and I, I'll admit, I'm a sucker for cross-sports prop bets. So the, the wager was, which what will be higher? The Bryson DeChambeau's longest drive of the Masters, all four days, his longest drive, or the most passing yards by a quarterback on NFL Sunday. So that was something that was a long ride. I think I put it, I, it was a tip from Rick. It was a Rick or Coach Cuse, I can't remember. I love you both. But it was plus 300 to take the NFL quarterback. Wow. So uh, Bryce Bryson, first of all, Never trust a man whose first name is Bryson. That meathead. That fucking meathead. What a pussy he is. So his longest drive of the Masters was 380. 380. So knew that going into Sunday. So do you know who had the most yards no, on this Sunday? No, news to me. No. Okay. Alex Smith was the only person who threw for more yards on Sunday. He had 390 against the Lions. Oh, and a lot. Who would have guessed? And it was a great, you know, a great wager because Mahomes wasn't playing. I want to say who would better risk, uh, like Russell Wilson. But nobody, there were a few that were kind of close. But Alex Smith was the one that pushed it over. And I was so... It was that was fun to watch because that one was I was like, all right, we need overtime here because he didn't have it until right at the end. He had one long drive. And I'm like, oh, baby, Alex Smith, you one legged bastard. I love you. Love you so much. <laughs> that would have been probably the next to last guy I would have guessed outside of Nick Foles to have hit that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I was making jokes all week with the uh, with some other buddies. I was like, oh, Daniel Jones is going to take us to the promised land <laughs> on Sunday. And it was it was Alex Smith. God bless him. Comeback oh, player of the year. Guy too? It, could, it was it, only Monday Sunday. Night was not, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was only Sunday. Yeah. I mean, it only would have been fitting if it was Monday and it was Kirk Cousins who yeah. somehow pushed it over the top. <laughs> because <laughs> fuck everything yes yes well that's awesome no i did not get involved now i'm very envious because that sounds like a lot of fun and yeah never trust a bryson that guy is he on steroids he's gotta oh, be right yeah yeah for sure on steroids and didn't he say he was dizzy like he played horrible he claimed he was dizzy Grow up, man. Weird. Yeah. Alex Smith almost died on a football field, and he's the one who beat your prop bet. So grow up, pussy. Yeah, Ugh. You're, you're a golfer. Come on. You don't even have to wear underwear. I wouldn't. I guess really you don't when you play football either. Why am I talking about this? Wait, do you do you not wear underwear when you golf? No, I absolutely do. I, uh... You know, I know you don't wear a shirt when you golf, Dan. 
No, I let those tits hang out every once in a while. Only what at Cog Hill. Are you a are you a boxers or briefs guy? Boxer briefs. What's your situation under those trousers? I... <laughs> Thank you for asking. I'm sure all the listeners are dying to know that I love myself some boxers. I went I threw I went through a brief boxer brief uh, stage in my life. Didn't love it that much. Didn't totally hate it, but I I felt fat wearing them. I felt real fat. Like my stomach was just getting over that elastic, and I just didn't like it. Not that that wouldn't happen with boxers either. <laughs> okay, yeah, know, yeah, whoa, whoa, hold on yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. So how are you keeping those boxers up then? Do you have a you have a belt of some fashion that you yes, pop like, over? Are you, and are you popping it like over your belly button? <laughs> I feel like it's a different type of elastic. Maybe I bought really small boxer briefs like really tight ones i'm really starting to rethink all this maybe i need to give them another world but i always feel like maybe my boxers are really old too i do think that i I got some real loose elastic i do and it depends how many hams i had that night depends how loose they really are Maybe I sleep in the nude, listeners. And maybe my cock is all over the sheets. How about you, Dan? Do you wear any underpants? I do. Um, I'm a boxer brief guy, uh, and I would love to have a sponsorship with MeUndies because I have a bunch of MeUndies, and they're oh so comfortable. It feels like you're kind of nude. I'll be honest. They're great. They're a lot of fun. I'm actually, not to jump back to you, but I'm still trying to picture the elastic situation with your boxers. Uh, It's pretty loose. Now that I think about it, I'm not sure if I've seen you with your shirt off. I'm I'm picturing your boxers are up to your nipples. (laughs) (laughs) It feels that way sometimes just to go over my beer belly, my ham's belly. Like I got to I got to jack them up. I and and others that listen to the show probably had this teacher in high school as well. Uh, There was a math teacher whose pants pretty much went right under his tits like it was awesome i i don't know how it i don't know how it happened but a lot of moose knuckle yeah we said of course we all know that person i I, my old man used to make a joke that uh there was someone we knew who had his pants up way high and he would always joke that he would get his wallet out by throwing his hand over his shoulder like that (laughs) move (laughs) over the top getting your wallet out of your back pocket so we all we all know that guy. And now I can only picture you with your boxers up around and maybe over your nipples. And yes. <laughs> that's got to be an absolute just hot situation for Kristen Doinks. So well, congrats you, to her. You, you can ask her next week. Tease on estrogen and eggs coming back this year, baby. Coming back next episode, most likely. Um you said you've never seen me without a shirt, Dan, so you're assuming that I even have nipples. That's a mind fuck. What's the over-under on how many nipples you have? Mm, I'm putting it over. at three and a over. half. Over. Over. I'll take the over. You're a weird guy. I'll take the over. <laughs> it's true. I try to grow extra ones just to just to fool people when it's pool season. <laughs> I'm really glad we got this boxer talk out of the way. I've been meaning to bring this up since uh, August of last year. So finally, weight lifted off my shoulder. Thank you, Bill. 
You're welcome. And you're also welcome to Mike in England for your next plot of your next erotic book, probably about the Isle of Man. So there you go. It's going to be a lot of shirtless and boxer-less scenes. I guess that's probably what you call them in books, right? Scenes? Chapters. I think they're chapters. No? Yeah, scenes. I don't know. I don't read. I can barely speak. You've heard it many times. I, I don't know English at all. Uh, what would all right? So what, Isle of Man two, Tokyo yeah. Drift. Ooh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first scene is me slipping my boxers off in in a bedroom scene, but I've got to start at my shoulders to start pulling them down. It takes too long, and whoever the Isle of Man person that was joining me in that room had already left. They were bored. Sounds hot. It's Sounds us. hot. Well, uh, thanks. A lot of boxer talk. I love it. I hope I hope you make some money. See you at the windows. <laughs> this has been Hams and Bread, America's favorite sports gambling segment. See you next segment. Do you have a bear that you fantasize about every Sunday? So do we. It's Bears Fantasy Corner. Do not, do not, do not, do not. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. Zero doinks. We have no bears to fantasize about this upcoming weekend unless you like big grizzlies that rub the woods. Wow, what was that voice? Dan, how did we do this past weekend in Bears Fantasy Corner? Mano a mano. Mano e mano? Not that great at other languages. What? Uh, speaking of bears, what's your favorite kind of bear? like an actual bear, not like Akeem Hicks? Oh, man, that is, that's a really good question. I'm a good, you know, I'm a fan of the old-fashioned black bear. You know, I think they, because I think they eat berries. And if you know oh, me okay. well enough, like, you know how much I like putting round things in my mouth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't argue with that. Uh, I like a good, I like a good grizzly bear. At Brookfield Zoo, they have like giant like, like a grizzly bear and then you on the right and then you look to the left it's a polar bear i actually went to brookfield not that long ago this is great bears fantasy corner you didn't know you were going to talk about actual bears i was there probably like three weeks ago uh and they they swapped cages the polar bear was opposite and i only know that because we go often yep i'm a am i a zoo nerd that i know that so a zoo stan? Isn't that what they call zoo it? Zoo stan, yep. Uh, you can't do that, right? Just swapping bears in a different habitat? Well, I think it depends if there's an upside-down pineapple. Oh, good point. Do you think a polar bear and a grizzly bear fuck? I think if you give them enough vodka, anything can happen. Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Anyway, that was uh, that was Zoo Bear Talk. Okay, Bears Fantasy Corner. I had Mitch last week. Turns out he's still very much injured, so that didn't happen. He had zero points. You had a Patterson. He had 5.4 points. Doesn't even include his sweet kickoff return, but he's apparently our uh, lead running back when uh, David Montgomery's out, which is a part of the reason why we're one of the worst teams in football right now. So fuck you guys. So you're six and four on the year. So congrats on that. 
Things are looking real yes. good for you. We don't. Yes. Did we land? Did we land on a wager for Bears Fantasy Corner? I feel like we did, but I don't remember. No. Mm. Yeah, we might have. Frank, why don't you go back and and help us out here, buddy? <laughs> yeah. I'm just thanks. kidding. Don't go back and listen to any of the past episodes. But if you remember something, shout it out. And Frank, I. I I go back to your list every week to figure out who Bill took from the previous week, your your awesome Excel, Excel spreadsheet. So thank you for that. You've saved me multiple weeks here. So thanks, buddy. I'm sure you're working right now because you work nonstop and it makes me uncomfortable. Okay, let's do the top performers this week. You want to guess who the top three are? Absolutely. I think you've got Ed Hightower, You've got Ed Hockley, and you've got Ed the Monkey. How Very close good. am I? Very good guesses. Uh, top performer this week, Tom Brady had 42 points. Uh, Big Ben and his giant gray penis. Actually, I don't know that it's giant. It's just definitely gray. He had 39 fantasy points. And Kyler Murray had 34 fantasy points. Probably pushed him over the edge with that sweet, Sweet Hail Mary at the end of the game. That was awesome, right? That was awesome. And my first thought was, oh, man, that really hurts the Bears' playoff chances. <laughs> <laughs> what an idiot. What an idiot meatball take as opposed to enjoying just the randomness of that. That was what, – what were the odds of that actually being completed? Like that has to – I'm sure somebody's figured it out. That is unbelievable. I yeah, I don't know. And that catch was awesome. Like right in the middle of three guys. Ah, oh, and I what? How about the? Um, I didn't have any money on the game, but I I heard people bitching about because uh, what was the line? It was Cardinals were minus two and a half going into the game. Oh right. They yeah. throw that. They throw that uh, awesome awesome pass. Score. They're up two. They don't even kick the extra point. They take a knee, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, right play, right smart football play, because if that gets blocked in return, it's tied. But, oh, my God, the high of being like, holy shit, we're going to cover, just got to kick the extra point, to nope, not happening, awful. That's an awful feeling. Yes. Yeah. We've all, I don't know if we've all been there with a bad beat, although I did see it was debated on Twitter if that was a bad beat because of the miracle to yes. even put you in that position, right? Yeah. I heard, I saw that as well. It's like, cause you were only convinced you were going to win that bet for like 30 seconds. Right. So it right. doesn't necessarily count as a bad beat. And I, I could see either way, either way. I'm cool with it. I'm not cool with it. I feel bad for Cardinals betters that, that would have sucked. Uh, okay. Uh, let's do the Taysom Hill Trash Performers of the Week presented by Glad. Thank you, Glad, for sponsoring. Thank you, Taysom Hill, for being an asshole and being the name on this segment within a segment. Okay. Uh, Bill, this is this is new for us. We have two bears on the list this week. Oh, no. Are you ready? Yes. Do you want to guess? Now, let me hold on before you say anything. Let me specify once again, this is coming from our fantasy league. So it counts for incomplete passes as a negative for quarterbacks. So there's a hint for you right there. 
you're yeah, the so guy you've the guy you've already yeah. written off. <laughs> I yeah, I shit on him, Tyler Bray, right? He's he's one. Tyler Bray with negative point oh three points, so not terrible. He threw five passes. That's why it's time to get slaughtered. I so I'll admit that doesn't I, feel right. It I doesn't to, feel right. No, it doesn't feel right. I had to watch the game on a delay for family reasons, so I was about an hour behind. And for some reason, I watch it on Hulu. Hulu decided just to just cut off the last two minutes. So I had to go back and watch it on Game Pass or whatever it is. He threw five passes. How was that possible? After it's almost Foles, impossible, yeah. After yeah. Foles had his fake injury. Okay. Uh, so the, the worst performer of the week, there's two a negative two players this week. Dwayne Harris. We didn't oh. even talk about him. Oh. He his fumble negative two. Uh, CBS mentioned that he injured his tricep. Did you hear anything last night of him actually being hurt? I just thought they benched him. I don't think they said it on the broadcast. I saw a tweet during the game that he was questionable. It was either from Fat Brad's Biggs or Dan. I can't remember who. <laughs> so yeah, I I assume it was a legit injury or it could have been the Nick Foles injury hard to say I I like Harris that was a tough look I don't think I don't think they should cut him because of that one drop I think he's been pretty awesome otherwise although Miller looked better he looked better returning the ball but I think Harris could have done the same thing that was just tough that was one tough drop the Vikings are probably gonna get a new long snapper though that seemed I did not know that going in but that's a problem (laughs) He's horrible. And he's, maybe a new special teams coach in general. Maybe. Is that, is the special teams coach a Zimmer or a oh, I don't Kubiak? Remember. It's got to be. It's one yeah, of those two. Who cares? Yeah. Let's yeah. just assume. His job it's, is safe then. Yeah. His job is safe. All right. The other negative two player this week is someone named Alex Erickson, a wide receiver for Cincinnati, also had a fumble. The other negative player this week is C.J. Bethard. Quarterback for the Niners, negative point two five points. Is Garoppolo hurt? He's hurt, right? Yeah, he's hurt, and Bethard's an Iowa Hawkeye. I want to point that out too. And he okay. was a negative player. Okay, yeah, that's literally the only bad thing I could say about Iowa. Probably this episode. Who who's uh, who's the quarterback for Forty Niners? Mullins, Nick, yeah, Mullins? Nick Mullins. Okay, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. So why was Bethard in there? I don't know. Not a big Not 49ers sure. guy. Uh, okay, so just to wrap it up, Taysom Hill had 2.5 points this week. Uh, so Breeze officially gets hurt. Out for a while, right? Like he cracked, I think, it's five ribs. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So he's going to be out for a while. This is a man you're paying like $10 million a year. I don't remember the stats. And you don't bring him in as your backup. He's trash. He is trash. I I have a soft spot for Jameis, so I'm okay with it. I love Jameis. But come on. I, I, can we all agree now that everybody knows Taysom Hill sucks and they shouldn't have given him that dirty Catholic church money? Yeah. No, this was the scenario that you had painted earlier this year. If Breeze goes down... Who's the number two? Is it Taysom Hill that you're paying a bajillion dollars to? Or is it Jameis that you have on a one-year deal for like 40 cents? Now we have our answer. It's Jameis. 
Taysom Hill sucks. And he doesn't fuck, because at least he didn't at BYU. Yeah, he's his, his wife's not bad looking, so good for him. Uh, he definitely didn't at BYU, because oh, we can't we can't have caffeine, and we can't put our penises anywhere other than our soaking. They can do soaking, right? That's the thing. Have we talked about soaking on here? No. No, we've not talked about what is soaking. I don't know what this is. I feel like this is gonna. This could get graphic. I feel like they can throw it in, but no movement after that. I think it's like a loophole of some of sorts. That that sounds horribly weird. <laughs> and I really, weird. I really hate to do this, but I, Frank, could you look that up for us, buddy? <laughs> oh God. <laughs> And then clear your cookies. <laughs> Whatever that means. Take that however you will. Clear your cookies in a positive or negative fashion after Googling what is soaking. It, that, why don't you just put it in, a, in an aquarium at that point, right? Like the soaking. Like that's what I was picturing. Soaking. Like it involved a tub or, or a fish tank of some sort. Oh, fish tank. That could be a... Um, a subsidiary of grease tank like it could be it could be the soaking a soaking subsidiary of grease tank racing here we go fish tank dip it in just a little bit and don't move it <laughs> actually you could put it in all the way and don't move it right am i getting this right it's not a, just a tip you could put it in all the way but you can't move it around at all i'm not even sure that that's right it may even involve butt stuff as well but fish tank yeah, that's like a new weird fetish thing that I'm sure you find it on Pornhub in like the next 24 hours. It's a soaking, 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 shove, 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 row, row, row. Uh, yeah, so what were we talking about? Taysom Hill. Okay, he's trash. I don't know what else to say. I mean, I feel validated that Breeze goes down and they still don't, they're like, should we put Taysom Hill in there? No, he's a terrible quarterback. Let's just have him do gadget stuff that's fooling nobody, except for the Bears. Fuck. God damn it. Fuck 2020. Yeah, I I didn't hear a word you said because I was thinking about soaking. <laughs> I'll be honest. I was not listening to any of that. I just, I can't. Bill, Bill, I'll, I'll yeah. do I'll do one better. I think there's a sheet involved as well with a hole. Mm. I have, I have, uh, there, yeah, there was a, um, curb your enthusiasm about that, but it, yeah, it wasn't, I'm assuming we're talking, is this Mormonism that we're talking about? Yeah. I don't think yes. it was that. I think it was, uh, Judaism of some sort. Oh, um, okay. With that, a very conservative sect with sex. Um, no, so that's, that's weird. That's weird. I don't know. Like, we could just, I could be making all this up. I don't know. Or I hope we don't get canceled over this stuff, because I'll admit, I'm not totally sure on all of it. Frank will confirm one way or another. Hopefully, Frank, no rush, buddy. I know you're working around the clock. But I like the idea of fish tank being a code word for soaking fetish i'm gonna put that out there yeah just put it out there that's a new hashtag of some sort let's 
let's spitball that. Oh, I hate saying the word spit after that conversation. This has been Bears Fantasy Corner. Thank you, Dan, for all of your research, and thank you, Glad, for your sponsorship. Fish tank your neighbor. Have you ever wanted to follow us? Do it at Zero Doinks. Instagram at Zero Doinks. Twitter at Zero Doinks. Slip into our DMs. Wet, wet, wild. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. If the hams are a slapping, don't come a slapping. At Zero Doinks. Weirdest Big Ten minute, and I love it so much. <laughs> Big Ten minute. A bunch of fat, pale Midwesterners just roaming around Pasadena. You love the Illini and I have a life. I bleed orange and blue. Gophers minus three is my pick. I respect your love for the Illini. Shove it, shove it, shove it. Row, 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 shove, shove, shove. I'm like pretty much the only Gopher fan that people know. Oh, big 10 minutes. I'll tell you what the Gophers are not doing. They're not walking their fat asses around Pasadena anytime soon because they suck. They suck and they don't soak because that would be pleasurable and things the Gophers are doing on the field are not pleasurable to anyone's penis. Okay, Gophers lose last Friday night. I didn't see a minute of it and I'm thrilled about it. They got a garbage touchdown at the end, so that shouldn't count. But they lose 35-7 to to Iowa. I know. Fuck you, Tim. Congratulations. Your whole coaching staff's racist still, so fuck you, man. Uh, no, Iowa just beats the shit out of the Gophers. That's like six in a row. Tim, just stop it. Stop it right now. Ibrahim. 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 That's how I want to say Ibrahim. He's still at 144 yards on the ground, so he's still awesome. Bateman at over 100 yards. Uh, Kirk Ferentz used all three timeouts when they were up 35 nothing. I think just to rub it in. I think that was pretty clear. Hard to argue with that. I mean, if you have a chance to stick it to P.J. Fleck, I think you have to do it. I, I'm not an idiot. I know you got to do it. He gets under people's skin, so yeah. fuck you, though, Kirk Ferentz. You hired a racist guy. You're a racist. You let it happen. You're racist. James Daniels knows that. Everybody knows that. Okay. Uh, Gophers very well could finish 1-7 and seven this year. They have Purdue this week at Wisconsin, Northwestern, then at Nebraska. So that's lining up definitely to be a potential of 1-7. and seven. So I think they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence at this point. So that's cool. Um, I also saw a trend, you know, Michigan is not in a good spot and somehow the Gophers keep coming up this year when they shit on Harbaugh because the only team they've beaten are the Gophers. (laughs) So it's like just an extra fuck you. when I see that, that's like, Oh, Harbaugh is trash. They've only beaten the Gophers. And that just, that just hurts. It just hurts me. Stop it guys. Stop coming at me with the gopher stuff. That's really hurting my feelings, okay? That's all I got. Bill, why don't you tell us about the Illini? Good week for them. And then we'll do a go over the fucking lines for this week. Fuck you, Big Ten football. No, that sounds great. You just described life as an Illinois football fan because when people are talking about the gophers, it's, wow, they are trash. 
they've only beaten the Illini this year. <laughs> so, but that is the one and three Illini to you guys because the Illinois Fighting Illini are on the board. They beat Rutgers <laughs> with a last second field goal from James McCourt. He's Irish, and he had missed, I think, two previous field goals, yet he got Big Ten Special Teams Player of the Week. That's weird. Everybody else must have been terrible. Uh, Big Ten Freshman of the Week was uh, Illini quarterback Isaiah Williams. He ran for nearly 200 yards, which is an Illinois football record. Not saying much because they've had a lot of very, very tall, skinny, and slow white guys throughout their their, uh, existence as a football team. No. That's not really the thing. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Hold on. Yeah, go ahead. Give me that record again. What was it? Uh, 192 yards rushing for Isaiah Williams on Saturday was an Illini football record for for a a quarterback. For a quarterback. Juice Williams never got close to that? Juice, I think he got 100 a couple times. He was not um, Not, He was a good passer. Yeah, he was a good passer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sorry. He was awesome. A huge Juice Williams fan for the record. Yes. Yo, well, thank you. Thank you. I'm going to, I'm thanking you on behalf of Illinois football. So thank you, Dan. That was very nice. Thank you for the You're compliment. welcome. You're welcome, buddy. Okay. Sorry. Isaiah, didn't mean to interrupt. No, that's fine. And coincidentally, Juice Williams, his first name was Isaiah. Isaiah yeah. Williams, the current freshman. Very weird. But um, I say play Isaiah the rest of the week, the rest of the week, the rest of the year. You got Brandon and all of his Peters coming back from COVID. Um, I don't really see what the point is, though. I'd rather see what Isaiah can do. I guess the point is maybe Brandon Peters can save Lovey's job. So I'm an idiot. Shut up, Bill. Anyway, Illini are one and three, but the victory is against Rutgers. So does that really count? I don't know. Yes. I don't know. Any win against Shiano in New Jersey, that fucking counts, buddy. All right. You, you All take right. that to the bank. All right. We'll we'll take it. All right. So lines this weekend. I know Illinois plays Nebraska. I don't know the line. What you got, buddy? All right, yeah, let's start with the Illini, and then I want to get your thoughts. Illini at Nebraska, Saturday, 11 a.m. Will you be awake? Yeah, we have kids. We're up way before then. Uh, Illini are getting 15 and a half this weekend. Oh. Uh, for the record, uh, I had a I had a pretty long parlay this past weekend, on Penn, and Penn State was the only loser. Penn State money line. So fuck you, Penn State. They lost at Nebraska. Nebraska stinks. There's a McCaffrey playing quarterback. Did you know that? I did, only because I had money on Ohio State week one, and I learned that. Oh, okay. Against Nebraska, just for the record, just to just to close that loop. Thank you so much. So, uh, Illini are plus 15.5, over-unders 58.5. What do you like, Bill? I would take uh, Nebraska. <laughs> Probably. I have no faith in Illinois football. So uh, that's that's the way I would go. I'm glad you cannot bet Illinois football in the state of Illinois. That's where I would go. How about you? Would you do you have a do you have an inkling, Dan? Do you is Peters and all of his Peters? Is he back this week or he's got to be close, right? Yeah, he's he's eligible, assuming that, you know, he's passed all the protocol. He would be back that they'd finally be healthy for once unless there was another outbreak. Uh, no, I think Nebraska sucks. I think Penn State sucks, too. Their quarterback was not impressive. So I think that number is too high just because they beat Penn State and people think Penn State's good, even though they're, like, fucking 0-3. So, uh, no, I'd take the Illini in the points. I like that. Ooh, maybe tease them. Tease them, tease them, tease them. Row, row, row. Speaking of row, 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 
Gophers play again on Friday night. They're apparently a high school team because they play Friday night every fucking week. Uh, they're at home against Purdue, and they're dogs. The Gophers are plus three at home. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. I'm sick of losing money on the Gophers. I'm just I'm not gonna do it anymore. Uh, just take Purdue if you're gambling on it. Just take Purdue. I I, I don't know what else to say. The Gophers stink. They shouldn't be this bad. Their defense is fucking horrendous. Don't do it. Over under 62 and a half. Hammer the over. That This game's going to be like 30, 30 plus each team at least. So just hammer the over. Love that. I might take that. Don't bet the Gophers. Fuck them. Fuck, fuck you, PJ. No, I love you, PJ. I don't know what's happening this year. This year doesn't count, right? Are we are we in that <laughs> mode? We're in that mode, right? It feels that way, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Lovey absolutely feels that way too. Can we talk about college hoops real quick? Oh, okay, yep. <laughs> so it starts next week. I don't know if you knew that, Dan. It starts next week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. A lot of teams have what's called a multi-team tournament on their home campus where they play. It's like a round robin, three games in a row to get three non-conference games out of the way. Not sure if the Gophers have anybody scheduled because Rick Pitino Jr. was born in an Italian restaurant somewhere, probably in Louisville. But Illinois is ranked number eight in the AP preseason, number 10 in the coaches poll. They are playing three random teams per my previous conversation that you just heard. And then they are uh, they are going, they're playing Baylor, who is number two in the country. They're playing Duke, who's number 10 in the country. They're playing Missouri, who is number 365 in the country because <laughs> they suck. But they got the border war going again. That game was decided, the location of that game was decided by a coin toss. And what? Yeah, it was, do they play in Champaign or Columbia, Missouri? That's right, right? Yeah, Columbia. Uh, Instead of St. Louis, where it's usually played, but the stadium said no. So Illinois lost the toss. They have to go to Missouri for that game. Interesting. No fans, I'm sure. Did they actually do a, like... An actual coin toss. They Apparently it was, I did not watch this. I am a crazy fan, but I did not watch it, but it was on, it was live, like on, on, on the interwebs. Yes. Okay. So who did the coin toss? Like now, now I'm in, now I'm in, I'm locked in. I could watch a you know five part documentary on just this <laughs> coin toss. I know, I know uh, Illinois' logo is on one side, Missouri's was on the other, the coin. I know that. I know both athletic uh, directors were involved. I don't know who actually tossed the coin. I know both presidents were supposed to be involved, but Illinois' president did not show, which is great. Why would the president show? No, no. (laughs) Bingo. Okay. Bingo. All right. That's why I would watch a multi- episode documentary on just this coin toss uh yeah i knew you'd like this This i knew you'd be intrigued by this so i'm gonna i'll be honest if the go if gopher basketball gets off to a hot start i'm just gonna tell you right now i'm gonna claim to be a huge fan and i'm gonna be so locked in i did not know that it started next week until you just told me so uh (laughs) i'm just gonna give everyone a freebie there into where I'm at and I'm going to be a uh, <laughs> I'm going to be a bandwagon guy for hoops for sure uh unless they suck and then I'm going to be like ah, I don't I don't follow it at all so but that's what you do in 2020 bears this season this NFL season doesn't count there's not even fans there 
So Kirk Cousins would have been rattled last night with fans, right? So we all agree on that. Oh, my God, yeah. So, you know, it's, I don't know, hoops, Illini's, it's going to be fun. Uh, There was news this week, uh, is it not official, that the tournament's all going to be in one location? Is that not finalized, or is it? Is it a done deal? I think it's a. I think it's uh, unofficially official. Yes, it's going to be in Indianapolis. So that's great. That is great news for sports fans, for bracketologists. It's happening, baby. It's happening. Tournament in Indy. Okay, walk me through it. Do you, Do you know any details on that? And if not, just make it up. Will there be fans there? And are there like multiple locations? What is my viewing experience going to be? for the tournament bill. Okay, so you at home or your car or wherever you listen to Zodiax, you Rick can Fields determine been, whether Rick whether Fields this is a car. <laughs> right. Whether this is real or not. Uh it's the Indianapolis area, so that tells me that it's multiple venues. It is possibly not going to be the traditional Every weekend where it's, you know, Thursday through Sunday, that's no guarantee that's going to happen. I don't think there's been a decision made on fans or not. So I hope there's fans because that is a short drive for us. We can all wear our orange and show each other our boxers and all that stuff. Yeah, Dan is wearing an orange shirt right now on behalf of Illini basketball. Yep, bears. Without question. <laughs> so, no, yeah, I don't think all the details are ironed out yet. Uh, I do think it's going to be a, the regular field, though, of 68. I think um, uh, there was some idea, some coach had an idea of, you should just let everybody in and have a giant tournament. No, this is not eighth, you know, eight-year-old soccer, okay? Just come on. Come on. Grow up. Okay, so first of all, fans or no fans, I feel like you and I probably should go watch the games at Phil's house in some fashion in Indiana, right? Phil from Indiana, you're hosting us. So clean up your house a little bit. We're going to be there, but that makes sense. If we're doing, uh, Indianapolis, cause you play at, uh, what's the fucking dome there? RCA dome. You could play at the Pacer stadium. You could play at Butler. You could get weird and play at Indiana, which is just a little South. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's where that, the Klan was founded, basically. Yeah, in yeah, that's right. That's right. No, I think they were founded in uh, Wisconsin. Uh, okay, so four venues. I like that. Just play around the clock. Oh, oh there's a lot of oh. move. There's a lot of movement in my me undies right now. So, oh baby, oh baby, I love it. I love it. Uh, gophers, nope, not Gophers. The line I going for a one seed then, huh? Are you going to be disappointed if yeah. they're not a one seed? No, they were. Uh, they were actually picked to win the Big Ten by the Athletic, which I don't like. I'd rather, I'd rather be a little more under the radar. So no, I think um, give me a one or a two, baby. I would have been fighting for a one if there were regions this year because it was shaping up perfectly. Because I think, I think there was supposed to be one maybe in Rosemont again this year, and like it was, there was like St. Louis. Uh, Chicago, and then Indianapolis. So that all got fucked because that could have been Illinois, baby. But that's okay. That's all right. Just give me some hoops. I want some hoops. 
Io, Kofi, feed me the first ever Illinois basketball national championship. Just feed it to me. I'm I'm so hungry. Fish tank. I like the idea that this Big Ten season that, you know, obviously it's been well established that I'm a mediocre fan. I have uh, money on the Illini winning. Do we have them winning at all or just going to yeah, the Final right. Four? Winning nope, it all. Winning it all. Okay. Yep, all so I'm, I'm putting a lot of eggs in uh, the Illini basket, and they're going to com- be competing with Iowa. Iowa's the other top team in the Big Ten. So I like the idea that you and I can team up and tell Tim to absolutely go fuck himself in Iowa. So thank you for that, Bill. Fuck you, Tim. I'm sure the basketball team is also racist. The whiskey's slapping right now, so I'm not sure what I'm saying. So uh, fuck you, Tim. We'll just go back to that. This has been Big Ten Minute. A little bit of basketball covered in a lot of mediocre football for Illinois and Minnesota. Oh, thank you so much, Zerdoinks. I'd love to soak myself in a coin flip. Here we go. Hams, 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 and Ted. 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 Baseball talk. Here we go. Zerdoinks, it is absolutely baseball season here in November, and the White Sox have themselves a new manager, as we've talked about before, Tony La Russa. He is 900 years old, and apparently he is still a dirty, dirty drunk and a very, very bad boy. Apparently the day before he was officially hired by the White Sox, he was charged with a DUI in Arizona, which happened, I think, in February, maybe March. I might have my facts wrong. Not a big look up all of the law guy. Kind of weird that it took that long to get charged, but, you know, it is a pandemic. Did he tell the White Sox this happened? That's what I want to know. The White Sox claim that they knew about it. I don't believe them. I'll be honest with you. And will it affect his status next year at all? I want to know that, too. Bob Nightingale from USA Today was on a podcast that he compared um, the DUI and Tony La Russa potentially missing a game, serving a day in jail in Arizona. He compared that to David Ross missing the first game of the 2020 season with the flu. He said it's basically oh, the same thing. Yes. Shut up, Nightingale. What shut the your fuck? fucking That's ridiculous. Mouth. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So that and his his guy is Jerry uh, Reinsdorf, right? So it's like. Did Jerry put that in your head? Is he justifying it? Yeah, which makes it, it's already gross. It's already terrible, even without the DUI. Now it's even grosser. And apparently Tony La Russa in that police report, again, didn't read it because not a big look at the law guy. But correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, if you saw this, where he basically told the cop, don't you know who I am sort of thing? Like, I'm a Hall of Fame manager like, and shit like that, right? Did I have that correct? Uh, yeah, fuck. I, it's, I'm blanking right now because the whiskey's slapping. It was, uh, I'm a Hall of Famer, bro, or not bro, what was it? I'm a yeah, something uh, like that, brother. Yeah. I'm a Hall no. of Famer, brother. Oh, what a cunt. I mean, Bill, I said this from the start, and you didn't disagree. He's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. If you ever know, like, this guy's a scumbag. He's a scumbag. And that just proved it even further. I just went ahead and 
did the same move with pulling my wallet out of the high-waisted bastard. But I'm going to do it to pat myself on the back because he's a piece of shit. And Sox fans know that. They they don't care. Like, right? Like, it doesn't matter at this point. But uh, fuck that guy. Fuck Tony La Russa. He's a bitch. He's a <sighs> bitch. Fuck him. Fuck him. I, I hope that he has the decency to basically resign before he ever manages manages a game. He doesn't seem like the type that would do that, though. He's obviously still an egomaniac if he's telling a cop, hey, dude, I'm a Hall of Fame guy, you know. So he hasn't learned from his first DUI. He It sounds like he was swerving all over the road and, and destroyed the tires on his car, so he's lucky he didn't kill somebody else. Like, what an asshole, absolute asshole. I think he was, correct me if I'm wrong, he was picking someone up at the airport. I think oh. this happened at the Phoenix airport. I could oh, be man. wrong. I don't know. I'm. It's possible I missed, I, I might have missed that. Yeah. But, yeah, he's, no, he's a piece of shit. Why is he not taking an Uber? Why is he not calling a car for somebody? I mean, you're just an arrogant bastard if you think that, like, you could talk your way out of a DUI to just be like, I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. Oh, is he fucking Hulk Hogan? Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Either he's a fucking asshole. Fuck that guy. Um, but yeah, real quick before we go to the Cub, big Cubs news that broke today. Uh, another thing in that interview with Bob Nightingale and whatever White Sox podcast it was, Bob Nightingale also said, "You know what? Arizona has the strictest DUI laws in all the country." Like he was justifying it. He completely justified it. Which, of course, again, I assume came from Jerry Reinsdorf. Fuck you, Jerry. If you're minimizing a DUI in 2020, like, what's wrong with you, man? This is not the 1950s, you stupid fuck. It's funny. Uh, I've heard that many times on the radio this week of people saying that Arizona has the, the like, it's well known that you just do not drink and drive in that state. Um, who is it? One of the producers for one of the, uh, the score ESPN 1000, one of those, he was talking about how he took his first trip to spring training down in Arizona and they had a meeting all around. Do not drink and drive. Hmm. They're like, if you go, you're going to go out, you're going to go out and like, you're going to go out drinking. You're going to go to dinners, call a cab, like, do not do like, it's this sounds ridiculous and we're having a meeting about it don't do it so there i think there's some validity to arizona being very strict on the drinking and driving uh which just yeah like you said i mean it just proves even more that larus is a fucking cunt he's an asshole that he (laughs) thinks he's above it all that he can do whatever he wants and a guy who has a shitload of money who can pay who can afford to not drive himself is putting other people in harm's way because he's a human piece of trash. I'm a Hall of Famer. Uh, Brother. White so- yeah, yeah. White Sox did hire a pitching coach uh, under Tony La Russa. That sounds weird. It's Lucas Giolito's guy. So that's the good news. It's the guy that got him right. But what a weird situation for him to be walking in on at high, uh, high school coach. What was it? What's the connection with Giolito? I can't yeah. remember. That's where they knew each other from, and then he's he's been a um, not a pitching coach for a major league team, but he's he was in the Padres organization, and I think one other on their on their staff as well. But yes, he knows Giolito and and him. 
he what know each other from California high school. Yes, correct. But I love him. We had talked about him without knowing his name, and I still don't know his name. Uh, in way past episodes, <laughs> when I was kind of shitting on Don Cooper, when he, he you know, he's he's uh, he always gets these pitchers great. Esteban Lawise, uh, Matt Thornton, whatever. And Giolito had to go out of the organization to get right. This is the guy that got him right. So fine, I'm cool with it. That means Lucas Giolito can pitch for the White Sox forever. Hire him. Hire him. Uh, yeah, yeah you're fine. Socks are fine. Like, like, all right, let's talk about Cubs. Uh, big news today. Theo steps down. It's, it feels a year early. This was coming. His contract was up. I think next year he was, uh, he's always said he's, he won't stay in a job longer than 10 years. So this wasn't a total shock. I'm actually kind of surprised at how many Cubs fans, uh, Cubs media are, upset about this like I, I theo's been awesome he's been amazing i love him i'll always love him for turning around this franchise but this team is very much broken in the same fashion that the bears are broken so something's got to change i don't know that jed hoyer is the one who's gonna change everything he's been the guy and he's been the one in waiting to take theo's position so um you know, I think yesterday, was it yesterday or the day before? I don't know. These days are running together because 2020 sucks cock. Golden cock. Congrats, Brent Urban. <laughs> but that that everyone's uh, everyone's on the table for a trade for the Cubs. Uh, I don't know who wrote that, where that report came from. Jeff Passan, maybe. He seems to be the hot commodity for <laughs> hot stove. Hot stove's a fun thing to say, right? Like it is. What does that where even did, mean? Yeah, where'd that come from? Like, do you is know? that old old GMs like standing around an actual stove and like talking shop? I have no idea. I like it. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not opposed too. to it, but <laughs> but the but the report that came out is that the Cubs are willing to trade absolutely anybody. Which I, if you've listened in the past, I'm on board for because blow it blow it the fuck up. Because what we've been doing, we've been living off the 2016 fat hog that, oh, we're just going to continue this shit. Oh, this is just going to carry on. No, we're, we're a broken team. Uh, I say we are. Like, I'm on the fucking team. Uh, so Theo leaving sucks because he, he, he basically brought us a, a World Series, and I'll be forever grateful, but... I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that I'm upset with change. I'm sure he's sick of the Ricketts MAGA shit flying around that office. Whoops. Okay, <laughs> political. Count the votes or don't count them. I don't know. Speaking of Tony Larusa, he got his DUI in Maricopa County. Huh? Yeah. How about that? That it cannot. That? that county can't stay out of the fucking news. Can't stay out of the news. Can't stay out of the news. So uh, Theo Levin sucks, but. Um, I don't know. Whatever. Cubs need to blow it up. I mean, we're not, he wasn't going to be here forever. We knew he was leaving next year. So why not? I, I guess I'm more surprised that he didn't stay on in some capacity to like help Jed help, you know, transition. But what, what help does Jed need? He's not a fucking baby. He doesn't need to be breastfed for a year. So. <laughs> That's an image like him. Yeah, I know. Sweet. Everyone just soaked that in. 
Ooh, uh, soak. So oh, 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 soaking that in. Oh. So uh, yeah, it is what it is. I'm not. I'm. I feel like I'm not as upset as Cubs Twitter is about Theo leaving, and I'm appreciative of what he did. But let's move on. Let's move on. Who cares? Do you there think? You go. Are you all about uh, all about Hoyer? Do you think they should have looked outside the organization, or does it, or no? Does it matter? I honestly don't know. I don't know that it. I, I don't know to what level Jed was involved with baseball. You know, uh, signing free agents, drafting, and and what. You know, I don't know where Jed starts and where Theo stops. You know, it's. I, I I don't know. I'm fine with it. It seems to make sense. It, I think there's a similar track record of Theo sort of overextending himself with free agents in Boston that he did with the Cubs. So maybe Jed won't have a hand in that, but maybe Jed will be more aggressive in turning over this current team. Uh, that that will be telling. So I don't know. Like. Similar to I asked you earlier, who would the Bears hire if they fire Nagy? Right. If you were like, who the look outside of Jet, outside of the organization for not Jed Hoyer? I don't. I don't have a fucking clue. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. Ted so, Phillips. Ted Phillips. <laughs> that's a that's a definite no for me because that guy sucks. Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, jumping back to the Bears. Yes. Someone on the radio, a caller on uh, ESPN 1000 today called in and and suggested that John McDonough take uh, Ted Phillips' role. I'm like, John McDonough got run out of the Blackhawks organization this year, didn't he? Mm -hmm. So why why would we be keen on him just be like, oh, let's just jam in another dude who was dog shit with the Cubs. I think he was good on like PR shit, marketing. Who cares? Right, right. <laughs> and he was, so I think lazy. he was, Ugh. it's such a lazy thing to say. And and like I said, I, I think I mentioned this earlier. Maybe I mentioned it in uh, our interview with John. I don't know. I'm drunk. That'll be next episode, listeners. You'll, oh, you'll hear that. Sorry. It's fine. Sorry. It's fine. <laughs> but hire, like, the, the thought was put out there that like, we hire Theo to, to take over the GM job or press. No, sorry, not GM, president of the Bears. Stop it. Just fucking stop it. Like, we shouldn't hire an old football guy who doesn't know shit about shit, like a, who's that, Scott Pioli or whatever the fuck, any of those guys, just stop it. But we don't need to go completely out of the box and hire some nerd out of baseball who can just be like, ooh, what's a quarterback? I don't of minimizing that Theo knows nothing about football, <laughs> right, but right. that also feels unnecessary. So I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Thank you, Theo, but I'm not upset. Come on, Cubs, figure it out. This has been Hams and Ted, a big surprise, a lot of off-season baseball news, which I'm sure there will continue to be after Tony La Russa gets arrested for blowing in a clown. <laughs> probably within the next 30 days. I can't wait for that news. Dan, it's a pleasure. Rest in peace, Theo Epstein. I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. Hello. 
Jim, it's Tony. You crazy? It's 9.30 at night. Not crazy, happy. Thought you might want to join me for a smooth bush beer. We just want a big one. this up i'm drunk you motherfuckers fuck you fuck you bears fuck you ted phillips hashtag fire sweaty teddy what do we got bulls this week there they got a draft draft in fourth oh my god that's awesome who do you have the bulls taking this week belt i think isn't i mean i might be getting my years a little confused but i think darren williams is on the board right and he should be in the on the in the lottery on the lottery. How could you be on the lottery? I think things are slapping in my house right now too. We are enjoying some pre-Thanksgiving beverages a week and a half early. Uh, no, I I've looked at the mocks. I am completely unemotional about all of it because I don't really know these guys. You got the Iowa State swing dude, right? He's kind of a point guard. We could play one, two, or three. You got the dude from Israel, Devi who has played against professional players for a long time. He seems pretty sweet. Uh, apparently that there's that big dude from Florida State that's climbing boards that the Bulls have been connected to as well. I've seen Casey Johnson, 6'8 guy. He's raw. He's very raw. He's 18 or 19. He's so raw. So, so I don't know. And it, <laughs> yeah. And it's a new, you know, it's a new uh new front office, so nobody knows what the Bulls will do. I love it. I love the fact that they have a high pick and that it's unpredictable, I'm excited. Dan, who's your click-to-pick or pick-to-click? I always get that confused. Did you say click-to-pick? Uh, okay, so... I might have. Uh, did you see the news today that the Bulls were asking the Celtics about Kemba Walker? I saw the headline, yeah. That's interesting. What would you think about that? Uh, yeah, what what do the Celtics want? That's what I, I would I would have that conversation. Absolutely, absolutely, I love it. Yeah, I'm I'm a Kemba guy. I, I would love that. Um, I know that I do not want uh the ball kid Lamelo, mm. La Laangelo. What is it, Lamelo? Lamelo. I think so. Yeah. Uh, I do not want that guy. That guy sucks. That guy stinks. Just like his brother, they yeah. stink. They're all bad. They're only PR hype machines. Not not good. Not good. I'm clearly an NBA scout. Uh, <laughs> I saw the who's the Dayton guy? Obi Toppin. Mm, I don't think you yes. mentioned him. I he not. also seems is he, but he's like 22. So like, oh, he's so old, which is so <laughs> stupid in the NBA. Know, is, is he a forward? What's what's his position technically? I think that's I think that's the problem that people think. Okay, who's he going to guard on the other end because he doesn't really have a position? But I I would like him just from a pure entertainment standpoint. I don't know if he's any good besides being exciting. I saw him on Sports Center a lot. I don't know. I don't know. I like I said, whoever they get, I'm going to be like, all right, pretty it's sweet. A, let's a, let's see if it works. 
I feel like if he fell to the Bulls, I feel like that dude from Memphis, that Wiseman guy, uh, I feel like that's the pick. If he, I don't, I don't think he's going to make it that far, right? Like he played no. like what he played like three, three games and at Memphis, but yep, I feel like if he's there by chance, he, that's the guy you grab because he is actually a seven footer, or he's a he's, so. a he's a big boy. Yeah. He's a yep. big boy. Uh, I think Ooh. you. I think you take him. Uh, Obi, the the Obi guy. I would take him just for the. He is a sweet name, but I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I like the know. Bulls. I, I would. I'm down for Kemba. I think he's awesome. He's a good scorer. Uh, I don't know. The Bulls are like our last hope here for us. Uh, Bears, Cubs. Your your socks are looking up, but you know a line I go for is all of its trash. Every every team I like sucks, so the Bulls are are next on the list. Please don't suck, Bulls. Just just get frisky. Yeah. Just get frisky. Just get frisky. Yes, the draft is tomorrow night, Wednesday, as we record this. So let's get weird. A Zoom draft that. Hopefully nobody shows their penis. That would be a tough way for the uh, the Bears version of Theo, or the Bears version, the Bulls version of Theo to to start. Like if he shows up nude on Zoom, thinking his camera's off, that wouldn't be great, right? Real Jeffrey Tubin situation. Uh, yeah, no, that wouldn't be great. Is it? Yeah, no, that'll be that'll be awesome. It's crazy to think that the NFL draft happened during this pandemic, like. I had my tits out when they drafted Cole Komet. And it's crazy to think that he's out there on the field, not producing at all. <laughs> yeah. And we're still, you know, we're still doing it. We're essentially. Still right, doing right, it. right. 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 It's stupid. 2020. Just go fuck yourself. Anything else, Dan, anything else on your mind? Uh, let's see, uh, Mandalorian, you watching that yet or what's going on? I think I, I think I've never I asked watched you that it. last That's year something... you never watched it. Yeah. No, I'm still, I'm still like that. So yeah, I, uh, I need to, I understand. I've been watching the Queen's Gambit on Netflix. It's like the number one show right now. It's red hot. You watching it? Uh, I got through the first episode. Kind of awesome. Yeah. Not like, my, and I only because... Not by description, not my cup of tea, but I've heard it's awesome from multiple people. Got through the first episode and I'm like, I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. So, uh, Good. yeah. Thank you. Thank it's... you for that recommendation you just gave me now after I watched one episode. Yeah. 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 Keep watching. I think I've watched uh, the first four or five. It gets better. And it started off great. So, yeah, it is it is awesome. You're right. You read the description. It's like, why would I want to watch something about chess no, anyway? Yeah, and right. Like an orphanage. It's, yeah. High recommendation. Mark, in, in a North Carolina, you like everything I like. You will love the Queen's Gambit, I promise you. Uh, speaking of Mark, Mark, I'll be honest. There was a point in our 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 group chat, what do we want to call that? Our WhatsApp chat. Uh, when there were, there was a deep dive in a Norm L West when I was like, Holy shit. That's kind of awesome that people are actually looking for Norm L West. 
I spent probably 30 minutes looking for an actual picture today, and I couldn't find it, but I will. So, uh, but that was a moment I was like, holy fuck. Like, why are people looking for Norm L. West, a mascot that wears nothing but a vest and is just completely nude elsewhere? So, sorry, Mark. That, that triggered me. You talking about Mark. I think he was on it from the start. Yes, yes. No, we love our fans and eggs. So if you're on that segment, you have the opportunity to jump into the weirdest, most amazing WhatsApp conversation ever known to man. And next week, you will meet a gentleman that we all will come to love. His name is John. He is a beer watcher in Wisconsin. You will meet him next week. We talk to him tonight, but you will hear him next week as well as potentially estrogen and eggs. The wives of Zero Doinks may join us next week. That could be a red hot. I know they'd want to ask you a lot of questions probably about all of your nipples, Dan. And soaking. Oh, yeah. we got to remember to bring bring back that query. That would be tremendous. Dan, this has been a pleasure, despite the Bears being complete assholes. Thank you. Listeners, if you are listening still, despite the Bears being shitty, we apologize and we thank you and you're welcome and we love you we absolutely love you keep listening we're going to make this fun despite the horrendous football that we're all watching on television stay with us guys we love you love you guys love you bill this is fun even though the bears can they're not allowed to go down on my neighbors fuck you guys fuck you naggy fuck you laser love you bill love you fans and eggs you guys are the best see you next episode enjoy your bye week you don't have to watch the bears see you later bye-bye receiver and a penalty it flag goes down. down at the 10 yard line. Dick, it looked like a shoe might be down, not a flag. dark no fans to try to pack in the stand so high our at home asses tight waiting for the hint of a spark if Nagy and Pace decide 
that they both are satisfied. Few achievements known, but their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. A big time school, the Carolina blue. Mitch got his knuckles bruised, but Pace waded in back. Ignore Deshaun, and he told me, son, Mitch is the chosen one, like a hobo on crack. If Nagy and Pace decide that they both are satisfied, few achievements known. But their careers have climbed. If there's no chance of scoring and the red zone stark, then I'll follow you into the dark. In year three, we saw everything to see—a playbook that he can't read. Could he even tie his own shoes? Worn down. The time for Nick is now, but it's nothing to cheer about. 'Cause we'll lose again soon with the play-calling buffoon.